Welcome to the Improver Network Podcast. The Improver Network mission is to make the world better by helping faith-driven leaders, entrepreneurs, and small business owners improve personally and professionally. Finding balance and maintaining focus in a world of distractions and discouragement can be challenging and frustrating, but we're here to help you discover your purpose, become more productive, and reach your true potential. Now here's your host, Justin Winstead. Hey guys, what's up? It's Justin Winstead, the Improver Coach. I hope you're doing good and about to get a little bit better. I'm going to try to encourage you on the doing better part because I'm going to share with you what I hope is some encouragement and some wisdom that will help you to avoid some of the mistakes that I have made in the past, especially in the area of leadership. So I'm going to share with you a story, but before I do, I need to give a little context here because a lot of you know me from the business world. You know that we've built successful businesses, led sales teams, and I love to help grow things professionally. What you may not know is, is prior to the business world, I spent 10 years in the ministry. It was some of the you know, best time of my life. I love serving people, teaching people, helping to meet their needs. And it was a really rewarding time. And I'm part of who I am today because of my experience in paid full-time ministry. That being said, if I rewind the clock to when I was 20 or 21 years old serving in the ministry, there was a particular moment that was transformative. And it has really helped me not only personally, but professionally in a lot of the businesses that I'm a part of. And I thought that this would be helpful for you as well. So the situation is that I had gone into this church that was full of good leaders, good youth, good teachers, uh, really supportive of the youth ministry. And so it was a great place to go and serve and a great group of people to be around. Overall, I thought I was doing pretty good. I'm not necessarily a 100% A plus, but you know, I felt like maybe an A minus or a B plus. I was passing with really good marks in my mind. But at the same time, I could tell that there was some discontentment. I could tell that there was some murmurings and some whisperings, and there were things where people weren't as happy as I thought they should be. Now, to be fair, when you're in leadership, you're always going to be making somebody upset. You're never going to please all the people all the time. It just comes with the territory. So if you're a leader, you can't you can't assume that people are always going to love everything that you're doing. And so all complaints are not necessarily bad. Uh, you may have heard the saying that if you want to make everybody happy, go sell ice cream. <laughs> well, even selling ice cream doesn't make everybody happy because some people are lactose intolerant or they like gelato or custard or whatever. And so you're just never going to make everybody happy is my point. But what I knew is that this was beyond that. It was beyond the normal people who maybe are always upset about something and that I was really doing some things wrong as a leader that was affecting the overall health and vitality of our ministry. So one of the things that we did was we decided to host a little roundtable type meeting, a little feedback gathering session. And so I called together uh, some of the parents, some of the leaders of the church, some of the teachers, and I think maybe even there were some youth involved in this. Uh, but we all got together in this big conference room and I shared with them that I wanted us to reach our potential and be the best that we could be and really have an impact on the next generation. And that was my heart's desire. And I just wanted to see what we could do to be better. You know, what's missing, what's broken, what's confusing, what's working, what's not working, the good, bad, and the ugly of the youth ministry. That's what I wanted to know. 
And I knew that some of this would come across to me personally because I knew there were some things that I could do better and be better at. But again, overall, I thought I was doing pretty good. And then the complaints, or maybe not complaints, should I say constructive criticisms, you know, <laughs> those begin to roll in and I began to be a little bit more insecure and I started eating some humble pie right there in front of everybody. And we had this big dry erase board on the wall and it was kind of funny because I started out at the beginning with a numbered little list. I thought, well, I'll just make a little list of these suggestions on things that we could do better. And by the end of our lengthy discussion, the dry erase board was absolutely chock full of just all of these different issues and challenges and problems and missed opportunities. And, oh man, I was just like blown away at how much was not going as well as I thought it was. So as I surveyed that list and tried to get my emotions in check, one of the things that I realized is that almost all of those issues fell into three different buckets. There was three different areas that especially me as the leader, if I could do better, it would make the whole thing go better and go smoother and we would have more impact and more reach. So I wanna share those three things with you because there's a good chance if you're leading people, if you are trying to grow a team or build a business or get your organization to have a wider reach, that you may be dealing with some of these same issues as well. And I'd rather you learn from my mistakes than have to go through them yourself. So here we go. The first one that I pulled from that meeting was communicate. The second one was delegate. The third one was don't procrastinate. Communicate, delegate, don't procrastinate. So real quickly, let's run through each one. The communicate piece was really just the fact that I had a vision and an idea. And a lot of times I wouldn't share people the why behind the what. I wouldn't let them in on the vision and paint the picture. And so it was clear in my mind, but it wasn't clear in theirs. I thought that if I said something one time from the stage or the podium, that surely everybody heard what I said. And I just forgot or didn't know or was a little bit blind to the fact that we live in a noisy world and there's a lot of things going on in people's lives and my life revolved around the youth ministry but their life didn't necessarily revolve fully around that and so I had to get better at uh, the amount of communication that I was doing not only in quantity but in quality the different um, means and methods and so I needed to increase the rate of it and start uh, publishing more information and I also had to do it not just from the stage but through text message through phone through email through social I had to really create some mechanisms for effective communication once I did that I saw an immediate increase in excitement and energy participation people following through on commitments before I would judge them like man, you didn't show up at the thing you're supposed to show up at. Well, it was partially because I said it one time and they forgot about it. You know, So part of your job as a leader is to be a chief repeating officer. Share what's important often and just repetitive. You got to do that. Second thing, delegate. So I had good intentions, I think, with the work that I was doing because I thought elbow grease and sweat of the brow, that was part of the way I was raised. And so I was really attempting to work hard for the ministry, which is great. But I was also egotistical in thinking that a lot of the jobs, I was really the only one that could and should do. I was robbing people of blessings and I was keeping people from being able to give their time and their talent and their energy towards something that they were passionate about. And I was taking that on myself. Plus, at the time, I didn't realize how valuable 
getting people around you that have their unique skill sets and giftedness really is because God has blessed each of us in different ways with different talents and abilities and skills and passions. And we got to delegate and utilize those. And it doesn't make you selfish when you ask for one of your team members to do something that they're good at and that they enjoy and it's going to help the team to move forward. So I had to learn to communicate and then I had to learn to delegate. And you know what? Delegation was a lot easier when I had good communication. Third thing, don't procrastinate. Well, overall, but now I'm kind of a planner personality. Most people that know me know that. Uh, but at the time, I was really great at last minute <laughs> things. You know, I could pull together stuff just on a whim that most people couldn't. But you know what? The procrastination was what was causing some of the issues with communication and delegation. Because I was doing things at the last minute, there wasn't time to communicate and get the message out. Because I was just hastily putting things together without much notice, I was having a hard time getting help because people's time was already obligated elsewhere. And so it was a real struggle uh, with some of the aspects of the ministry, all because I was just waiting to the last minute. And so I want to caution some of you that if you are kind of not the planner type and fly by the seat of your pants, if you're leading people, that's not going to go well for you. You need to not procrastinate. Get ahead of your events. Get ahead of your programs. Know where you're going. Communicate that and list your help. Here's what I can promise you today. If you will communicate, delegate, and not procrastinate, you will be a better leader. You will impact more people. You can grow your team. You can grow your sales. You can grow your organization. You're going to have more reach. You are going to do better if you communicate, delegate, and don't procrastinate. I hope that that is helpful for you today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next video. Thank you for listening to this production of the Improver Network Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch future episodes. For more information about the Improver Network, visit us online at improver.network. That's www.improver.network. Dot .network and connect with us on social. Until next time, keep getting better.